For those of you that don't know, doors have opened to the Courageous Content Academy, my signature program that has been on hiatus for over a year. And by the time you listen to this, it will be the final day that doors are open. So if you are interested, doors close at midnight. If you are a heart-centered female entrepreneur running a service-based business that really wants systems, wants a process, wants a framework, and wants a whole gang of templates to really guide you through your content creation process so that you can turn your viewers into paying clients on social media, then you need to be in. And if you have any questions, my DMs are always open. But again, doors close tonight at midnight. Welcome to Building Unapologetically, the podcast where we dive into the raw journey of personal growth, business building, and faith-infused strategies. I'm your host, Jordan Guyton, and I'm here to share my unfiltered highs, lows, and the lessons I've learned along the way. Get ready to be inspired, challenged, and empowered to build your dreams unapologetically. Welcome to another episode of Building Unapologetically. We are talking about launching. It is a thing. It is a process. I'm excited to share my process throughout this entire launch. If you guys don't know, I hosted Social Media That Sells, a free live training. I actually hosted two back to back. And if you would have told me when I started my business that I would be doing a live class two days in a row and maintaining that energy and holding that energy, I would have looked at you like you was crazy because I didn't really realize how much work and energy launching was before actually throwing myself into it. So let's go ahead and rewind it back a little bit. So I want to talk just about the basis of launching. Maybe it would help if I got a definition. Launching an offer refers to the strategic and intentional process of introducing a new product, service, or program to your audience. It doesn't have to be a new program. It could be something that opens doors that's not evergreen. So that opens their doors and closes their doors or has a limited time around it. So it says it involves creating awareness, generating excitement, and ultimately convincing your target audience to invest in what you're offering. So for those of you that don't know, what I'm offering is doors have opened to the Courageous Content Academy, my signature program that has been on hiatus for over a year. And by the time you listen to this, it will be the final day that doors are open. So if you are interested, doors close at midnight. If you are a heart-centered female entrepreneur running a service-based business that really wants systems, wants a process, wants a framework, and wants a whole gang of templates to really guide you through your content creation process so that you can turn your viewers into paying clients on social media, then you need to be in. And if you have any questions, my DMs are always open. But again, doors close tonight at midnight. So that's launch in general. There are so many different ways to do launches. There are live launches, there's evergreen, there's pre-recorded, there's just emails, there's like there's so many different ways. But historically what has worked in my business and for me is some sort of live event, whether it is a live training like I did 
Or when I started my business, I was just doing IG Lives as my launch. I would spend two weeks on IG Live three times a week telling my audience about CCA. And what I didn't realize is that to effectively launch that offer, yes, strategic planning is required and communicating things to my audience and building that connection and really showcasing the value in my offer. I understood all those things, but what I didn't know was how depleted I would feel even before the live event happening. And then after, honey, don't even, don't even get me started after, wiped out warped. And so I think I had to go through this a couple of times to realize and redefine what launching meant for me and just knowing that it had to be a better way. Because there are people in the industry that do live launches every week, right? They're going live, creating this huge conversion event or doing a five-day training. Or I would look at those people and I'd be like, where are you finding the energy sis? You understand? And so because I had to hit my head a couple of times or be so exhausted that I could not speak, that I would just need to take days off, but I couldn't, right? Because I'd have to be back into my business or I made the mistake of starting my program the next day. I didn't give myself enough breathing room. I had to go through that enough to say, okay, I need to put some rituals in place. And once I did start to put those rituals in place, it was the difference between feeling excited, energized by my launch and feeling depleted And I saw my sales increase as well because my audience saw me from a more fulfilled space and saw my best self. So the way that I really think about my launch rituals, I'm going to break them down for you today. And I put them in two pockets, right? I put them in two pockets being systems, and then I put the other pocket as self. And so I want to walk you through both of these rituals for me and a few things I've done within each segment in hopes that during your next launch, or the time that you decide to put your offer, new offer, reintroduce your offer, that you're focused on what matters most. And that's the stamina, heart and energy of yourself. So let's dive into it. Let's dive into systems for launch success, right? That's segment number one. I just want to break down maybe three things because I think that's usually helpful, like the rule of three. So the first thing that I can think about that was really helpful in this last launch was creating a playbook. You know, one of the entrepreneurs I enjoy following is the CEO of Boss Babe. Her name's Natalie Ellis, and she talks all about creating a playbook and creating a detailed playbook for a smooth launch. And so that's what my team and I really worked from and worked through during this launch, the playbook containing every single nitty gritty detail that is required for me to show up for this live training two days in a row and everything on the back end of it. So I'm talking the content that we're creating, the emails that we're writing, the tags, the rules that we're putting in ConvertKit, the abandoned carts that we're making, the sales page, the checkout page, the audience engagement, the DM strategy, the graphics, for stories, for the class, for CCA, updating CCA. What does it look like? Like literally all of that is detailed in that playbook. And so this was really the first time that we actually documented every single thing so that during our next launch, it doesn't fall on me to keep it in my head and just hope that everyone understands and knows what the heck we're supposed to be doing, right? And so I really do believe that having this launch playbook, one, 
simplified the process for me, right? But I also think that moving forward, it's going to pay off dividends. I think the second thing in the systems for launch success, this is something that I'm working through and my team is really helping me with, is limiting outside access during the launch period. So I have clients in the B2B space. I also have a small community that I launched last year called Amplify. I also have people that want to have coffee chats or inquire about other services, right, on the B2B side. But during this time, it's really important for me to limit external calls and projects to truly maintain focus. If I'm busy, if my mind and my energy is busy with those other things, I know that launch side, things will fall through the cracks. And so it's really important for me to communicate to my team what I can take on and what is immediately a hard stop. Like we are not doing this for the next two weeks or the next three weeks, right? Again, something that I'm working through because it is very easy for me to say, okay, let's just throw that call in the calendar or I have an hour here, let's just go ahead and plug it in. But what I realize in that spaciousness of my calendar, I can make time for myself rituals and I can make time to just be unplugged from the work or like I said, work on launch things. So really think about if you're in launch season or getting into launch season, what does that head down season look like for you? And what is the process if someone wants access to you? How do you redirect that and touch base maybe after your launch when things start to calm down? The third thing is team responsibilities. Another thing that I'm working through, I can proudly admit and be transparent with. Through this last launch and through this process, it's been really important for me to define clear responsibilities for my team during the launch. Eventually, I want to get to a place where I'm creating content for the launch. I'm updating the program material for CCA, and then I'm showing up for the live training and delivering value and allowing everything else to be handled by my team, the ones that probably know this way better than I do and me being the bottleneck of it. So it's been a journey. Hands up if delegating is a little crunchy for you. But I got a lot more off my plate this launch go around. And it's been so reflective in the results and all of the women who have already joined CCA. I feel like the process was seamless. The onboarding has been seamless. The way that we delivered the value of the program had been seamless. The slide seamless. Like we really went above and beyond. And it was because my team knew to play to their strengths and have at it. So that was really beautiful to experience and witness. And I have a small team. So it's really important, right? The people on my team are Jill of all trades. Like they can do it all, but it doesn't mean they should do it all. So it's really important to define those clear responsibilities before the launch happens. There's a few other things that I could touch on, but maybe if you're interested in more launch talk, we can do like a full debrief of this particular launch after doors close tonight for CCA. And I can kind of share with you those final numbers. Now let's talk about self-care of the launch. This was something that, y'all, I really neglected the self. Sis was tired. Sis was dehydrated. Sis was leaving it all out on the floor for these live trainings. But again, once I signed off, I was like a whoopee cushion with no whoopee. Like I was 
done, done. So over time, I've been integrating some stuff into my self-care-ness and few things that have been really great for me. So mentally stimulating and just soul stimulating, definitely daily devotional, like listening to affirmations, reading books that feel as though they're pouring into me, just making sure that I'm fueling myself with better and higher and my faith. I think it's like you need it on overload to sustain you because launching can be gritty and grueling. And sometimes when you're not seeing the fruits of your labor during maybe that open cart time frame, meaning a time where you say you can enroll to when you say the doors close. That's what I mean by open cart. There is like a slump that happens where you get that flush of people in the front and then it gets a little bit quiet in the mid and then you get the last minute people that do decide to join whatever your offer is. Because I already know we have some people that are going to join CCA by tonight when the doors close. And so there's that little lag. I've heard it called the mid-launch slump. And it's really easy to psych yourself out of staying in the energy of hitting your numbers, calling in the people you're saying that you want to serve, allowing the emails and the strategies that you have in place to run its course and not feeling defeated at that time, but just standing up 10 toes down and even stronger. And so I really think that having that daily devotional practice and having some external (laughs) Lord support really keeps me pushing through that mid-launch slump that is bound to happen so that you can finish the launch strong. I've also incorporated some wellness practices. So I've recently started doing acupuncture. Shout out to my husband for his insurance. Woot woot. Corporate is a good thing. Okay, period. So I've been doing that maybe twice a month. And so I continued that through my launch process. I schedule a massage the week before my live trainings. So I did that the Friday before my two days of Tuesday and Wednesday of training. And then I've recently come across infrared sauna. So I've found an infrared place here in LA that I've been going to two to three times a week. And, you know, infrared saunas have been proven to increase blood flow, help your sleep, make your skin all glowy. Uh, You sweat, it burns calories. It's beautiful. It's a beautiful experience. So I've really enjoyed doing that as well. So really think about, you know, how can I pour into my own wellness? I'm on top of my 10K steps a day, just really continuing to drink my water and mind my business um, when it comes to self-care and those wellness practices. And to be quite honest, you know, we got a puppy in November, end of November, so just about December, and it's been really hard getting quality sleep. And so my husband and I are just trying to figure out ways (laughs) to get that quality sleep despite the challenges of a new puppy. But I would say sleep is top tier when you're in that launch period. So really think about that. I will touch a little bit on post-launch. I won't go too deep just because we're kind of heading into the post-launch because my doors haven't closed yet. But one of the things that I think is great for me is unplugging after the cart closes. Like, off the grid, 48 hours, no posts, no stories so that I can recoup and just recharge myself, whether that looks like time by myself, a staycation with my family. But that is so necessary. Too many times, I think I did it two or three times where I would close the doors to my program and then start my program the following week. And that I highly do not recommend. 
people will buy into your offer and you can give them some pre-work that is beneficial, not busy work, but pre-work to get them primed and ready to get started so that you can breathe and come back being your full self for when your program does begin. So I highly recommend that breathing space after the cart closes. One thing I forgot to mention in my pre-launch is I make it a, a priority to spend time with my family, quality time with my family before the launch because my days are longer during this time. I'm very head down during this time. So my husband and I and my puppy Dean, we went to a beach town called Dana Point right next to Laguna Beach for just one night. It was a staycation. It was about an hour and a half away from where we live in LA. And it was just nice to be with each other and not worry about work and just really get my head in the game before stepping into the launch. So we did that the weekend before getting into that pre-launch prep. So all of that has been helpful. Again, I cannot stress the post-launch unplug. Please do it. Build it in to your launch calendar and ensure that your team knows too. Like if you want to give your team some time off or if you want your team to keep the ship swimming, then that needs to be communicated to them as well. But like I said, I have enjoyed this launch. We're on our last day. Um, The cart closes tonight for the Courageous Content Academy. If you're listening to this podcast the day that it comes out, the doors will close and won't open for another few months as we recoup and really get the first group acclimated into the program. But again, I really hope this episode has helped you think about the benefits of being intentional about your launch rituals, really making sure that there are systems set up and you yourself are equipped with what you need to show up as your best, like in your best energy. I want to thank you per usual for tuning in. And I encourage you to implement your own launch rituals when you announce that offer. Because you can, and it's your business. You could do whatever you want. Thank you again for listening to another episode of Building Unapologetically. I invite you to subscribe, rate, and leave a review for the podcast if you haven't already. That way, more and more entrepreneurs can hear this. Y'all, we are hitting the charts like globally Nigeria, what's up? Jamaica, what's up? Ghana, what's up? UK, what's up? USA, hello, we see you, what's up? So it's really cool that we're able to continue to grow after I said I was just going to do this for six days and see what happens. So love you guys so much. Happy launching. Secure all the bags and I'll see you next week. Thank you so much for tuning in to Building Unapologetically. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure to leave us a review on Apple Podcasts, a five-star rating, and share this episode in your Instagram stories ASAP. Don't forget to tag me at Jordan Guyton. Your feedback and support truly means the world to us and helps us reach more listeners who are on their journey to building unapologetically. Unapologetically.